Hello, welcome to day 252. Today is September 9th of our GC365 reading plan. My name is Emily. I work in the finance office here at Gold Creek. And with me is Griffin. Yes. Hello. 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 And just to set the record straight for the people, no, we are not, not related. related. Not related. Not siblings. at all. Long lost, maybe. But yeah, who knows? Fun fact, I've known you since you were a baby just in the nursery. found that out today. Just in good old nursery days. Yep watching little baby Griffin. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm excited you're here to talk with me about this. We have some doozies of some passages here for our reading. (laughs) So our Old Testament scriptures start in Isaiah. We have chapters three, four, and five. So starting in chapter three, um, this chapter is kind of describing what happens when a nation loses leadership, um, how parading out your sins is self-destructive. And you made a funny point about (laughs) um, one of the passages in here about the uh about the toddlers toddlers being rulers rulers. and i was saying how you helped with summer camps this summer can you imagine if you left the kids in charge instead of the adults no no. (laughs) that it would be chaos like in the bible yep yep just (laughs) bad idea not be good and we also thought it was funny how um they say in those days a man will say to his brother since you have a coat you be our leader yeah like what were the requirements for being did, a leader. Did just, you just need a coat? Yeah. That's it. And, and then you a leader. Become the president yep. and you have all the authority, I guess. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> down in verse, let's see, I highlighted verse 18, actually. And this was in the warning to Jerusalem. Um, I thought this was interesting and convicting for me because um, do you like shopping, Griffin? I do. Yeah. I love you, shopping. I feel like you're like a shoe guy. Yeah. Like new shoes. You always yep. have really nice shoes. Right, thank you. And it's back to school time. It is. And back to school shopping and sales are going on. Yeah. I will admit I'm not even in school and <laughs> I uh, am all for those sales. Never too old. No, never too old. Oh. I just need new outfits for work. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. <laughs> but um, this verse reminded me and kind of convicted me that, you know, we come into this world naked and we leave the world naked and we do not get to take our material things with us. And the kind of the importance of, you know, recognizing what God provides that's not a material thing. Um, In verse 18, it says, on that day of judgment, the Lord will strip away everything that makes her beautiful. And it talks about, you know, headbands, necklaces, um, rings, jewels, fine linen garments, all of those things. So it made me reflect (laughs) that, you know, the material things we can't take with us. So yeah. we got to not put so much importance on them while we're here. Mm-hmm. And then we go into ver- um, chapter four. And this was talks about a promise of restoration. Um, and in verse two, it starts off and it talks, it says, but in that day, the branch of the Lord will be beautiful and glorious. The fruit of the land will be the pride and glory of all who survive in Israel. And it just made me question what is the branch of the Lord that yeah. it was talking about. And I thought that it was talking about Jesus, the Messiah, mm-hmm. and him yeah. being, you know, the savior yes. for those people mm-hmm. and that branch that people can kind of cling on to. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I can't think of anything else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then did you have anything for chapter five? So this is a this is a long chapter. Um, chapter five, I just kind of noticed they use so many like similes and metaphors and like all the like English class things (laughs) like it just kind of shows like I mean I guess it like makes it more relatable for people because it's easier for them to think of it as something they can see yes as opposed to like using fancy words right I feel like a lot of the Old Testament does use yeah and so I think I do kind of like it more 
yeah. this way. It does make it more interesting to read all the yeah metaphors and um, taking those kind of out of context and um, applying them in a different way is kind of cool. Mm -hmm. Um, so this chapter talks about verses eight through 25, talk about six sins that God condemns. And I had to consult my study Bible for these to get some <laughs> notes on this because they were so like confusing and descriptive yeah. and wordy. Um, but those six sins are exploiting others, drunkenness, taking sarcastic pride in sin, confusing moral standards, being conceited and perverting justice. And so those are really like heavy, heavy sins, yeah. heavy topics. Um, but the one that resonated with me was in verse 20, where it says, what sorrow for those who say that evil is good and good is evil, that dark is light and light is dark, that bitter is sweet and sweet is bitter. And what I liked about this was it was talking about the distinction between right and wrong and just not justifying, you know, in our own minds, our actions. And I think lately I've been trying to go to my Bible as my standard yeah. for you know, decision-making instead of trying to justify those things by what I think is maybe morally right or wrong, but what does the Bible say? Um, and so I think it's always good to kind of be able to make that distinction and, yeah. you know, have that mindset. And then we get into our New Testament scriptures. We are in Second Corinthians chapter 11, verses 1 through 15. Um, and this passage is about... Um, it's Paul warning against false apostles and teachings. And I think this is really relevant yeah. for today's um, world and what we're dealing <laughs> with, with the pandemic, with, um, you know, political differences and differing opinions and those types of things. And I thought um, it was applicable because, you know, we get so much information from news outlets, social media, social media yeah. news media, um, where everybody is putting out, you know, these stories and they're... Um, giving you all of these messages and it's so easy to get sucked into other people's opinions and yeah, things like that. Um, but I think this one was just a reminder to, you know, it's our duty to fact check these things, to come up with our own opinions um, so that we don't be led astray by these false teachings. So. And, and then Psalms, Psalms 53, Griffin. <laughs> It's a good one. It is a great one. <laughs> what did you think of this one? <laughs> this whole verse was just very negative. <laughs> very negative. <laughs> very convicting. Yes. And yes, kind of hard yeah, to read. <laughs> it was. Yeah. I thought this one was really interesting because at first it makes this claim that there is no God. Um, so he's kind of playing devil's advocate, like trying to think how people thought in that day of claiming that there is no God, um, these foolish people. But then um, he, the tone kind of changes and he gives this lesson on how people might reject God because of their sinful actions. Yeah. So they don't want to, you know, face God. They don't want to admit that he is God and he is more powerful and he will, um, you know, be the one to judge them. Yeah. And uh, instead of just rejecting the idea of God completely. So I thought that was kind of an interesting take on how to view God, yeah. like that you can recognize that he does exist, but you also have to recognize that he is going to be the one who judges yeah. you. And so you can't, he's like the ruler. Yes. Rulers. Yeah. yeah. You ha can't live your life continuing those sinful actions and just trying to deny him. Yeah. Yeah. And then finally, 
our Proverbs of the day is 22, and it's only verses 28 and 29. Um, and verse 28 says, don't cheat your neighbor by moving the ancient boundary markers set up by previous generations. And I thought this was funny, and I have to <laughs> shout out uh, my dad, Harley, because he is a land surveyor. And so he deals with boundary markers and property lines and all those fun things. Fun things. <laughs> um, and I just thought this was funny because he literally goes to court about disputes where people are, you know, arguing about yeah. whose fence is on whose land and that kind of thing. <laughs> and um, so I think he would encourage everybody to, you know, listen, listen to the to wise the words in this text listen here. Listen to God. And <laughs> it's probably his favorite verse. <laughs> probably. He probably puts that at the bottom yeah. of his emails, you know, just signs off with that one. Proverbs 22. Proverbs 22. <laughs> <laughs> Don't move the ancient boundary markers. <laughs> oh, man. But um, that's a wrap on our verses yeah. for today. So thanks for being here with me, Griffin. Thank you. And thanks for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow.